0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the show. I I feel like I don't deserve this kind of welcome, Tom. It's yourself that deserves all the limelight at the moment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's another winning bomb-proof treble uh, last week for myself. We actually won two bomb-proof trebles last weekend, didn't we? Um, we had my one and the joint one but for myself personally in 2020 two shows two winning trebles so you couldn't ask for a better start to the year no
1: no not at all and uh and yeah i i did contribute to the joint treble you know i did manage to put one team on there so come on yeah
0: pulling your weight there
1: son <laughs> yeah pulling my weight there but no in all seriousness <laughs> as a show uh made a fantastic start to 2020 and yeah, that's three wins in 2020 already in two shows. So really, really, yeah. really good form. And uh, we got a, a little bit of a different uh, show this week, haven't we?
0: Yeah, uh, games are scarce. Let's put it that way. There's the FA Cup fourth round. There's no Prem, one champ, uh, a little bit of League One and nearly a full fixture list in League Two. So uh, we will look through the FA Cup first, then we'll go through the other leagues, what's there, and uh, of course, we'll bring you this week's bombproof trebles and uh, our fantasy football and any other bits at the end. Because I wouldn't dare leave out fantasy football, Tom. I know that's your favourite part of the show. It's what you wait for every single week when we record. It's the absolute worst. <laughs> the absolute <laughs> worst. But anyway,
1: um, I'm excited to dive into the podcast. It's always it's always that a little bit easier, isn't it, when you when you know you're on some good form. So wanna keep that momentum going and I can't wait to uh attack the FA Cup.
0: Yeah, it's worth saying as well, guys, that we are recording on Monday. So we've not seen the midweek Premier League and Football League games which are going on this week. So um not you know, there's no there's no Prem this weekend anyway, there's no champs, so it probably won't make too much difference. But uh yeah, just to little disclaimer we've not seen the midweek results if you are listening to this
1: exactly so our week tom starts in the FA cup on friday night um couple games there northampton derby qpr sheffield wednesday anything that you want to
0: pluck for a nose um you know what you know i really like northampton and when i see northampton priced at 4 to 1 against this Derby side who travels so poorly on the road. Uh, I'm tempted, you know, I, I am tempted. Um, obviously, Northampton doing well in League Two, they're in sixth. Derby struggling in the championship. Do we fancy Northampton enough to tip them? Four to one's a big price. I, I could see the upset. Ah, I yeah. don't know whether I fancy it strongly enough to throw it out there, but... Potentially double chance. I know exactly where you're coming from, um, especially
1: with all the stuff that's going on with Derby off the field right now as well. Yeah, um, you know that that just adds to the, that just adds to the the cloud over Derby, and you know they've had a a very turbulent kind of season already, and uh, that on the end of it is, uh, yeah, is is pretty. Pretty much a final nail in the coffin for this season. I'm pretty sure they just can't wait for it to end now. Um, But yeah, the the Derby are in some decent form. They haven't lost in any of the last six. But as you mentioned, Tom, typically they do travel poorly. Ironically, obviously, they did get that win away at Palace in the third round. But uh, this Mm. is a very different test. Uh, Northampton will be bang up for this one. And yeah, it's, it's it's worth probably a a single flutter isn't it just to get your your weekend going on the friday night have a have a look at the teams when they come out if derby are resting a few i'll tell you
0: what um i know we've been talking about a 4 to 1 tip and i'm going to whittle it right down now to something which I, i'm pretty confident will come in but the price is much much shorter it's 1 to 2 and it's northampton to score a goal um i don't yeah. think derby will keep a clean sheet in this game uh, Northampton scored plenty of goals, especially at home. I think they've won like, six of the last seven games at home now. That's across all competitions. Um I definitely think they've got enough firepower about them to score a goal past this derby side who don't travel well so one to two for that tip. But yeah, if you do fancy a flutter, a bit of an outsider Northampton on the nose could be a, a decent little upset this weekend.
1: Yes, it could be. Um in terms of the, the other game um The QPR Sheffield Wednesday game that's also on Friday. I think probably the best thing that I can I can pluck out is over 2.5 goals. Uh pound on returns uh 97 just to give you a little bit of an insight. Right now, uh the website I'm using will only give me decimal odds. So I'm just (laughs) trying to work out what that returns. But anyway, um QPR what's
0: what's the odds what's the
1: decimal
0: 1.975 that's just under evens so right there we go just under evens 2 2 in decimal is evens okay
1: there we go so it's almost evens over 2.5 goals um when you have a look at these two sides the first thing that screams the first word that screams out to me is in- inconsistency the second word is goals And QPR, you know, the last couple of games that they've been involved in, the last five games have yielded three goals, seven goals, six goals, four goals, and one goal. And in terms of Sheffield Wednesday, same amount of games, three goals, one goal, one goal, two goals, five goals. So definitely a recipe for for, uh, both teams to get on the score sheet as well here. Uh, The actual price for both teams to score, if you are more interested in that, is three to four. I think that's an excellent price. A little bit wary on team selection, two championship sides going head-to-head. Who will care, if anyone? That's certainly to be looked at before you uh, start chucking your money about. But I can definitely see goals in this one.
0: Yep, definitely. And uh, if we move into the Saturday games, the the lunchtime kickoff is another game where I can definitely see goals. It's Brentford-Leicester. Really entertaining game, this one should be. To be honest, I don't know which way it's going to go on the nose. Um, Again, Leicester played a really weakened team in their last round. So we may see that again, which might open the door to Brentford, who also did play a a B team in their last round. But I can see goals either way. Uh, Both teams to score and over 2.5 goals in the match. Six to five. How would you like the sound of that? love it
1: absolutely love it yeah brent to be honest with you i'm i'm leaning towards uh towards brentford on the double chance as well i think they'll get it i think they'll get something 10 to 11 um i think leicester should be throwing absolutely everything at the at the fa cup i do understand how important um champions league qualification is it was probably in an, an outside you know an outside kind of target for rogers this season and obviously now they're you know in in a really good position and you know they're nine points inside clear of united so that's so important for revenue and kind of stature of club but you know if if leicester do want to you know continue this kind of golden era to have in a, an fa Cup would be would be an amazing uh, day out for the fans i mean the premier league you never say never but you know that that feels like a one-off um so i think they should be going full throttle whether they will or not i'm not sure brentford double chance 10 to 11 uh they're absolutely on fire in the uh, in the championship and and at the moment i i can see them giving leicester a game although i am 100 percent aware that this leicester side is is a special leicester side yeah
0: yeah okay um Anything that you like the look of from the rest of the games?
1: I definitely like the look of Oxford to get something at Newcastle. Really? On, yeah, on the face of things, Newcastle have been really good recently. Um, you know, they got that draw away at Wolves. Uh, they they did draw away at Rochdale, which was a bit wobbly, but then, then beat them, uh, obviously, at home. Chelsea beat them, but I just look at the injuries that Newcastle have. Their their side is so stretched, Tom. It's so stretched. I'm thinking that they they must must rest some players. I, I'm I'm convinced they're going to rest players. And when you rest players after you know you're kind of you're already on your kind of you know squad players, then I'm worried about what kind of team that. Uh, you know that that Newcastle can put out, and then this Oxford team can potentially smell blood. We've seen it, as I mentioned with Rochdale before, even though it was not at Saint James's Park. You know that Newcastle can be got at for sure. They defended amazingly against Chelsea, but uh, this is all down to team selection, I think. If you see a a full starting eleven the same as the Chelsea game, then this tip is irrelevant. But I, I'm yeah. kind of planning ahead thinking that newcastle are going to rest a, a bunch of guys just to just to give their uh, give their players a bit of a break and oxford yeah. very handy in league one very handy the draw or oxford on a double chance is 9 to 4 you know don't get me wrong don't be putting any mortgages on it but you know that you, you can see my thought process
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a very good point, to be honest. And um, when you first said Oxford away at Newcastle, I was, I was thinking, nah, no, nah, surely not. But, you know, I'm looking at the fixture list for Newcastle. They've got a game against Everton on the 21st in the Premier League, which obviously has to take priority over the FA Cup. So um, playing this FA Cup game four days after the, uh, after the Everton game, and then they've got a game another six days after that, back in the Premier League. I definitely think you could, uh, you could be right about Steve Bruce resting some players.
1: Yeah, I mean again, profit chasers. Just make sure that you, uh, just make sure that you look, you look at the teams before you go and uh, go chucking your money around. But have you, have you seen the list, Tom? Yeah. Oh my, it's unbelievable. It's strong. Yeah. Jamal Lasells, San Maximan's injured now. Richie's injured now. Clark, Dummett, Mankio, Shelby, Willems got injured on the weekend. Shah, Yedlin, and even they've even listed Colback. I mean, he's not even registered for Premier League games, but that's that's pretty frightening. So, yeah, Oxford going well in uh, in League One. Just something to think about there, a potential double chance. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um... How about the game at St Andrews, which we spoke about, I think, briefly last week, which is going to be an interesting one. Coventry City um, at home, well, at home, at their home for this season, which is St Andrews, against Birmingham City, whose home is St Andrews on a regular basis. So uh, Birmingham, the away side in their own stadium. Coventry actually have a very, very good record in this stadium. Um, In League One, they've got the third best home record in the league. They've got 28 points out of a possible 39. Uh, So they've been very, very good. It wouldn't surprise me if they went and actually beat Birmingham. It's just one of them stories, isn't it? You know, the FA Cup always has stories and this this is primed to be one of them. Do you see what I mean? Birmingham without a clean sheet in 16 consecutive games. They've been generally pretty poor in the championship. They slipped right down towards the relegation zone, just one win in the last eight games across all competitions. So I think they're there for the take for this on-form Coventry side. Yeah, yeah, they are, Tom, 100%.
1: I mean, Pep Clotet, since he was so bizarrely, I mean, why did let it run so long? I don't know. But when he was named as the permanent boss, even though he'd been there for God knows how long as an interim, I mean, since then it's kind of crumbled, hasn't it? Yeah, there's, it's kind of the the Solskjaer effect and yeah. Coventry. I mean, this for me is the tide around. You you only get this quirky kind of stuff in the FA Cup. I love it. I absolutely love it. But yeah, I I'll be watching this with with very very uh, very high levels of interest. And yeah, Coventry for me. Uh, who I'd be going for? I know Birmingham. Are, are at home and everything, but, you know, they're, apparently they're only going to have, uh, an away allocation, pretty much. Um, so there's going to be maybe three, maybe 5,000 of them. So there'll be quite a few, but you know, they're not going to, they're not going to you know, be packing it out. And yeah, Coventry for me, they're, as you said, they're going well in league one and, and, uh, got some dangerous players. Another kind of outsider, I think, You know this this weekend. I think it's clear to say in the FA Cup, there's you know there's not too much in terms of kind of one hundred percenters. They kind of all start to trickle in on on uh, on Sunday, but I'm liking the look of Southampton on the double chance. Bit of a question mark over Tottenham at the moment, isn't there? And Mourinho, and I think the i mean—the honeymoon period was, what, maybe a game? <laughs> Mourinho doesn't seem to get um, as long as other managers do. And Southampton, apart from that disappointing collapse against Wolves, have been really impressive. Their recent run of form also involved that 1-0 win um, at home over Tottenham in the Premier League. How will Mourinho prioritize this? How will Southampton prioritize this? Again, it's it's all going to come down to team selection. But if both teams are going full strength, I'm I'm leaning towards Southampton on the double chance. Southampton or draw is eight to fifteen, so it's not the best price. Uh, but I I definitely kind of I'm definitely leaning towards the Saints. Tottenham right now, they seem to have that negative cloud around them. And it seems to be a little bit blunt. We all know Harry Kane's missing, and when Kane's missing, that's you know, Spurs seem yeah. so much worse
0: off. So much worse yeah. off. Yeah, I can definitely see that one. Um, one more for me, I think, on the Saturday is in the afternoon, no well, late afternoon kickoff. It's Hull Chelsea. You've really got to be fancy in Chelsea for me, priced at one to two, uh, for the victories. Not a bad price, really, considering they're a top four-chasing Premier League outfit against a very mediocre mid-table Hall side. Yeah, is a whole side who they've lost three of the last five games. Um, they've not scored a goal in any of those losses. So I think it really shows when Jared Bowen isn't firing, Paul mm. really struggled to take something from games. Um, and despite Chelsea mm, not being in the greatest of form, uh, very up and down at the moment but they should have way too much to beat uh, this whole side
1: Yeah I think Gr- Grozicki is, is a bit more of an assist kind of guy um, yes. and they play Tom Eaves up front who started his career as a center off. and yes players go through transitions some better than others and I'll leave it at that and yeah for me the creativity is, is not quite there for Hull and, they're gonna find it difficult, even if Chelsea play a similar side as to what they put out against Forrest. There's still you know Reese James, Hudson Adoy, etc. It's it's gonna to be too much.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um any other FA Cup games that you like the look of, or uh shall we take a look at what else is on offer this
1: weekend? Yeah, I mean it's it's worth mentioning that Man City, home to Fulham, one to eight, Liverpool away at Shrewsbury, uh, two to five, both, as as it goes about saying, should get victories. Um, Liverpool game, I'm sure, will be entertaining, different tests, but ultimately, I think that's the FA Cup value wrapped up anyway. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, championship then, what we've got of it, at least, anyway. One game. <laughs> Stoke, Swansea, anything that you like from that game or uh, shall we skip straight past it and into League One? League One. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got anything to say about that game. Could go either way. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Um, There is a nice game on Friday night in League One, Sunderland against Doncaster. We've spoken about Sunderland for a few weeks on the pod now, haven't we? Mm. How they've really started to turn their season around. They're actually... Up into the playoffs after the win against MK Dons, which um, we tipped on the podcast last week. They're just six points now with a game in hand off the automatic promotion places, so very very doable for them. They host the Doncaster side this weekend, who, um, they're they're okay. They they win some. They they seem to like win one, lose one. Yeah, they aren't some one, lose one. okay. A draw in
1: there. Yeah, there aren't some okay form right now. But I get what you're saying it, I I don't think I ever look at Doncaster, especially in the big games against you know other kind of top six, seven, eight teams, and I I never fancy them. <laughs> I never fancy them.
0: But Sunderland, you know, they're they're unbeaten now in the last seven games. They've won three on the bounce, um, including great wins against. Wickham, who are up there, uh, they beat Doncaster themselves again in the reverse fixture of this game um, not that long ago. 29th of December, Sunderland went to the keep and won 2-1. So, there's very recent form to go off here as well, uh, which Sunderland got the better off. So, for me, Sunderland at the price, just under evens, um, 17 to 20. I think they should get another win.
1: Yes, I agree. In terms of the promotion picture... Can you believe, Profit Chasers, that Peterborough are down in 10th, 10th position? It wasn't long ago we were discussing, you know, their credentials for for automatic promotion, especially with that front three. The front three seems to have been broken up. Uh, I don't know if it will all happen by Saturday, but Marcus Madison in talks with a lot of uh, championship teams, rumours to be up to six championship teams in for madison they are up against the top of the league peterborough haven't won in their last seven games and rotherham who of course are top haven't lost any of the last four away games and they've won five of their last six top of the league away from home at five to four against a team that haven't won in their last seven games yes please
0: Um, there's not too much else, to be honest, that I like the look of, um, if I'm, if I'm brutally honest in League One. Yeah, it's... The Sunderland Sunderland game, the Rotherham game, um, it's slim pickings because we've only got like another four or five games to, to pick from anyway.
1: Yes, I do have one more thing that I would like to, I would like to throw out there. It is, it's not a result because as you alluded to, um, you know, the... The result business of the games we got left is pretty tough, but we do have an interesting game in League One between Ipswich and Lincoln. Ipswich in third, uh, after giving Paul Lambert that colossal deal um, in the middle of their worst patch of the season, you kind of have to say it worked. Um, in the last six games, they've managed uh, two wins, two draws and two defeats, and when you... Kind of stack that up against the previous six, you have to say there's been an upturn in form, even though it's still not anything overly impressive. Uh, they've got a game against the Lincoln side who are down in twelfth, which represents a good season for them, especially after losing their kind of their their engine really in the uh, in the Cowley brothers. Uh, they have won four of their last six. We've got some uh, sharp shooters in the sides. James Norwood has ten. Caden Jackson has nine for Ipswich. Um, Lincoln—it's pretty all on Tyler Walker, who has thirteen league goals this season. These teams are both very forward-thinking, both uh, you know quite direct. Um, I expect both teams to score on this game. It's eleven to ten. I couldn't choose a result if you asked me to. Uh, but I think it's it's with those kind of attacking players on the pitch, uh, I'd fully
0: expect it to uh, to come in as both teams to score. Yeah, uh, result wise, it's so hard to pick because get this right. So Lincoln playing away, uh, total away points gained this season nine from fifteen games. Wow, terrible away form. Wow, Ips Ipswich, um, seventeen points gained from eleven home games, which is actually the 19th worst in uh, in the division. So, you've got Ipswich, who are very poor at home, and Lincoln, who are very poor on the road. So, yeah, yeah toss your coin, take your pick.
1: Yeah, and nine of the last 11 league games involving one of these two sides has ended in both teams to score as well. So, uh, pretty confident wow. in that Good one, and, and not a bad price, to be honest. Good solid stat, that. Yeah.
0: Okay, finally, let's uh, have a look at League Two then, shall
1: we? Yep, League Two. That's probably where we've got the the bulk of EFL
0: action anyway. Yes, uh, pretty much a full fixture list in League Two. I think it's just Cheltenham and Northampton that aren't playing this weekend. Um, let's go straight for the stevenage Plymouth game. I know this one is probably also on your list to read out, Tom, so I'm going to nip in there quick and <laughs> steal it off you. You know, we've spoken a lot how Stevenage are very, very poor this uh, this year. Sitting in 23rd in the league, just outside of that relegation spot on goal difference from Morecambe. Uh, they play a Plymouth side who are currently on a very good run of form. Uh, it's seen them go up to fourth in the league, level on po- level on points and goal difference with third place crew, just uh, being separated by, I think, goals scored there. But Plymouth have got three wins on the spin. Um They've got five wins on the spin against Stevenage. So they've got a very, very good recent record against Stevenage. Um, I just think, for, again, five wins in the last six games in League Two, uh, just the one defeat against Swindon. So no shame there, Swindon top of the league. So yep. I think for me, Plymouth scoring plenty of goals, scored three in each of the last three games. You know, they're hitting the back of the net. Stevenage just so bad. It should be very good, uh, very good, should be a a comfortable outcome for Plymouth, even is the
1: price. 100% yeah, Uh, but I think to be honest with you, not that I want to discredit any more tips that we have, but I I think that's probably about as strong as you'll get in uh, League 2 this weekend, yeah, Plymouth really looking like they are serious contenders, we have said this many times before, but will this be the periods that they... That they actually deliver. <laughs> Who knows? Um. Maybe. Salford. I haven't tipped Salford, I don't think, all season. I don't think are I Are
0: you have. going to, are you going through now? I am, yeah.
1: <laughs> I am. Um Salford don't particularly strike me with, you know, any excitement. I think they're they're having a really good season. They're they're newly promoted, brand new at this level, and they're they're in thirteenth. I think they're, they're doing pretty well there. Um, home record has been pretty meh. Um, played 14, won four, drew four, lost six. They're playing against an Oldham side, who right now are in really poor form. Um, they have not won any of their last six. They have drawn their last three, um, but they have been against some quite poor opposition, Macclesfield, Stevenage, and Carlisle. Um, Salford, I think, are a little bit of a step up on all of those three. Um, And Salford, at home, typically uh, handy. I'm not going to go any further than handy, as I mentioned, Um, but Adam Rooney, you know, has found the back of the net quite consistently this season. And uh, yeah, I think Salford are definitely in the driving seat for this one. Oldham also under the management of Nuruddin Marmria, who, as Tom has mentioned before, is the most hench football manager you'll ever see. But also, he he is a (laughs) dreadful manager. Dreadful manager. He was the guy who was in charge of Stevenage, who are now fighting to keep keep their football league status. Now he's at Oldham. He's been equally as bad there. And honestly, Graham Alexander against you know, Nouradine Marmia. If it's, you know, UFC, it's only going one way, but this is football. And Graham Alexander, for me, wins all day in that battle. Salford, price at evens as well. I think that's a decent price against a shocking team at the moment in Oldham.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you say he's a shocking manager. I'm just looking at his um, career history right now whilst we record. Um, he started his career at Southport, managed 1.47 points per game. Um, then went on to Stevenage, 1.26 points per game. Now he's at Oldham, 0.95 points per game. So he's, he's getting worse.
1: Well, yeah. Um, and, and you can't not give him a job because if you turn him down or you don't interview him, he comes and beats you
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, I'm sure he would. But... Um, Personally, this tip I won't go anywhere near it. No, if I'm being completely honest, no. I know Oldham are poor, terrible, uh, but t- Salford, uh, Salford are a, a pretty, pretty bang average side to be honest.
1: Yeah, and I would have the bang average side at home over a team in free fall absolutely any day of the week. I think it's stronger like, than you're giving me credit for yeah.
0: Um, I'm not the price. Is the same price, pretty much, as the Plymouth game, and Plymouth are such a stronger option. Of course, of course, but also,
1: I do think that you, if you, if you back prof, if you back Salford profit chasers, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Put it that way. Yes, Plymouth is a better shout at a similar price, but if you are looking for an additional, I, I don't, I don't see uh, what can you tell me about Oldham that's going to get them a result at Salford um case closed well, move on. I,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> it's more negatives for Salford than uh positives for Oldham but anyway yeah we'll move on anyway it's okay to disagree right any more for yourself
1: unfortunately not no no but uh happy to move on to review the two winning bomb-proof trebles that we had
0: yep okay
1: So it was agony for my personal one, Uh, came within one goal. It was a draw that cost me. My team didn't even lose, but unfortunately it it didn't matter because the bet did. I did have Port Vale, however. They managed to get the business done. They beat Leighton Orient, as Tom mentioned,
0: 1-0 at home. And in another really enthralling game, he had had Portsmouth, who beat Bolton, 1-0. And keeping with the entertainment,
1: I had Brentford away at Huddersfield, and they drew nil nil. So that was a real kick in the teeth. Um, yeah, they they cost me the bees. So a little little disappointed with yeah. them at the moment. But anyway, moving on. Tom, give us the good news.
0: So my one, yeah, winning treble, uh, as we've mentioned. It started off in League One with Rotherham, who beat Bristol Rovers comfortably 3-0. As mentioned also, he
1: had Plymouth at home to Mansfield. They won comfortably 3-1.
0: And finally, Northampton at home to Morecambe. Again, comfortable winners, 4-1 for Northampton on the day. So, we could have actually, I was thinking about this and like, you know, going, ah, shit. We could have done a, a minus one handicap treble yeah, probably like tripled our odds, and it would have won as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it probably would have. Win
0: some, you lose some, right? Yeah, but uh, you know, it was a good win. I did say on the podcast last week that I was really confident in my travel that I did think it would win. Lots of people got on it as well, as we saw from BetSix. We got sent in on uh, on social media, so thanks for that, guys. Great to see you, BetSix. Great to see you uh, jumped on the winners with us as well. Yeah, a hundred
1: percent, and obviously the. The joint treble as well, which I'll quickly recap. Managed to manage to come in. Rotherham, uh, we had obviously they won three nil, as Tom said. Portsmouth, we had them; they won uh, one nil, and Northampton, they won four one, and that was uh, thirty seven fifty off a of tenner. So nice mm-hmm. little Brucey bonus if you got on the uh, on the joint treble.
0: Yep, absolutely. So hopefully, more of the same this week. Um, do you want to go first and pick no, your no, treble? no!
1: Please, please, you're the you're the informed guy, right?
0: We're on the hat trick. Yeah. We've got a left foot, we've got a right foot. Now we're going <laughs> for a header. Have let's a go tap. for the header again. I, you know, I believe in this treble. It starts on Friday night, though, so let's hope it's not dead uh, before the Saturday games even come around. But it's Northampton to score a goal in their game against Derby. So you could do this as Derby to keep a clean sheet. No. You could do this Northampton to score one plus goals, uh, team goals over 0.5. You know, there's so many options that you could use to put this one on, but it should be one to two, whichever market you pick. Uh, So that's Northampton to score against Derby. Then moving on to Saturday, we've got Plymouth away at Stevenage, Evens. And finally, in the evening kickoff, Chelsea away at Hull. Again, one to two. So a £10 steak would pay £45, again, for I think the third consecutive week.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much that's your kind of, that's your money, isn't it? That that kind of range. It's uh, been working recently and, you know, good things come to those who wait. Some people want, you know, instant results. If you're willing to wait, you know, go through the Friday and then the Saturday and go into the, the late kickoff, sometimes they're the best wins of all. So, yeah, uh, really strong exactly. treble, Tom. Uh, and, yeah, good luck with it. I will be uh, fully behind it. My own, is it, it does pay a bit more, for sure. And, you know, this does also work if you put a fiver on it. And I'm just saying that off the bat, so you probably know where this is going. So <laughs> we're going to start off. Um, with the Ipswich Lincoln game that I spoke to you guys about, uh, I think it's going to be both teams to score. That's eleven to ten. We're going to go for Rotherham. They're on the road against Peterborough, five to four. And then we're going to go at Co- We're going to go for Coventry at home, ish. I don't know. They're on the left-hand side of the scoreboard. Um, they're twenty-one to ten in their FA Cup game against Birmingham. Ten pounds on does return hundred and forty six. So I do appreciate that that's quite a lot. If you do fancy putting a fiver on it, it will return seventy-three quid.
0: Mm. Yeah. Even uh smaller than a fiver, you can still get more returns than mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but obviously the Coventry, twenty-one to ten. Yeah. I mean, everything's a good price, right? Um yeah, I, yeah. I mean the the research and the feel, the gut feeling, and everything is, is all behind this. I haven't just put it together to make sure it, you know, returns a lot of money. I genuinely think this this is a really good bet, and you know, I was very surprised at the returns. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm fully fully confident in, in this, just as much as I am with the ones that that pay less.
0: Yeah. No, I like it, and I'll uh, I'll back you as ever. But uh, yeah, okay, let's pick a joint. Um, who of yours would you like to nominate first up? I really like Rotherham. I really like Rotherham. They're top of League One
1: away at uh, a struggling uh, Peterborough side, and they're five to four. Mm. I, I don't think you can you can uh, ignore that, to be honest.
0: Okay, um, I'll put forward Plymouth away at Stevenage. Okay, and then you know
1: we'll we'll continue with the with the tradition. You know, the person on form gets the extra team. I have no problem with that at the moment, so Uh,
0: we'll pick. We won't. I don't want to kill it potentially on the Friday, so we'll pick Chelsea because they're the Saturday five thirty. So that's Chelsea away at home. Okay,
1: so I'll read that out if you want to get me a a, a returns. So uh, actually, all three of these teams are away from home. So in League One action, we've got Rotherham away at Peterborough. In League Two, we're going for Plymouth away at Stevenage, and in the FA Cup, we're going for Chelsea away at Hull. And ten pounds on as an example stake would return
0: sixty-seven
1: fifty. Sixty-seven fifty, nice. I think that's good. Three road teams, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a good return.
1: Hopefully, you guys from that bunch can uh, get together some uh, some winners, and fingers crossed, we can all bash the bookies together because there's no better feeling. Logging on to Twitter Saturday afternoon and seeing all those bet slips flooding.
0: That's right. No, I I love it. Uh, So hopefully i have more of it this weekend. But anyway, enough of the betting. Enough of that. Let's look at fantasy football because this is where the real business is at. Did you have a good week by any chance? Can you tell?
1: Yeah, you've got (laughs) an absolute spring in your step. I knew this was coming. I haven't even checked to see how good you did. (laughs) And I already can tell from your tone that you had
0: a cracking week. Yeah, well, not cracking. I did all right. I got 69 points. The average, I think, was 44. So
1: um, yes.
0: I did good. I went up to 17th now in our podcast league. So Wow, that's really good. This is my season high position, 17th. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I'm up to 150th.
0: <laughs> wow, that is so... That is so you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, that is so me. That is so me. Yeah. Um, I did get higher than the average as well. So that's good. But yeah, 212 teams in the league now. Uh, This is the biggest the league's ever been. Um, So yeah, for the teams that are are top of our league right now, I mean, credit to you. I don't know how people do it.
0: Well, just ask me, mate. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm talking about Edward Redu, David Arias, Sanj Birdie Mystery, Luke Birchall, Callum Nags, Steve Jones, Charlie Donnelly, Darren Venn, Simon Tither, David Dockerty, etc. Uh, those guys make up the top ten. Uh, 81 points Edward Rideau's, uh gap is, uh, so that's a very comfortable gap. It's getting uh, bigger.
0: It, it's getting yeah, bigger. but it only
1: takes it only takes something weird to happen, like. You know, Aguero, when he got five goals against Newcastle a couple of seasons ago, or whatever. That's all it matters. Uh, That's all it Mm -hmm. needs, sorry. So if you want to join our fantasy football league, Tom normally puts the league code in the podcast description. Um, If he doesn't do that, then just hit us up on social media and we will give it to you. Uh, Twitter is the best platform for all your podcast communications. Uh, t underscore fb podcast is our handle uh, join in in all the football debate uh, including a very popular who am i uh daily quiz where you have to guess a um a professional player current or ex, from their uh, career path that's pretty fun and my favorite one which is almost the highlight of my day every day which is the random footballer of the day so lots of stuff going on there uh, facebook www dot facebook dot com slash football betting and if you want to email us with any questions, suggestions, inquiries, anything like that, football betting podcast at gmail dot
0: com. Yep, and if you have enjoyed the show, perhaps won some money in recent weeks, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating on, and a review uh, wherever you listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah, we don't want commission. We just just a review would be good.
0: If you want to give us commission, that'd be great. But yeah, uh, just a review and rating otherwise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're always open for commission,
0: (laughs) but a rating would
1: be great. So yeah, thank you very much to everyone that takes the time to uh, pop us a little review on there, whatever platform you listen to.
0: Yeah. um, That pretty much wraps everything up, doesn't it, for another week. So thank you for listening, everybody, once again. Hopefully we'll get more winning trebles this weekend as well. So please do send us your bet slips if you've backed the trebles, a combination of the trebles, your own thing completely. We just love to see the winning bet slips.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, I echo what Tom says. Thank you very much for your time. Take care.